0: Who controls the spice, controls the universe.
1: This week, the Benfcast gives you what you want, what you really want, what you really, really want a Zig-a-zig, ah. One star, we're in.
2: All right, and welcome to the bamfcast hey, episode forty-seven. It's a lot
1: of episodes. It is. Roy. Hello. Yes, I'm, and I'm not the bias. <laughs> no, you're not. So. No, definitely not.
2: Man. So let's get, a, get let's get the normal stuff out of the way. I'm let's Harlo. do it. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie, and I'm the Beach. And uh, guess week we watched uh, God knows why, but we watched uh, spice, spice World. World. <laughs> Yay! Yes, we three guys <laughs> needed, <laughs> we needed some some girl power. We need to spice up our life. Yes. So before we get into what that's all about, um, quickly, what we do each and every episode is we watch a shitty movie. Sometimes some, some more than others. And then we uh, then we come in here and we talk about it, and uh, we rate said movies uh, one two five jocks if it's a good bad movie the enjoyable kind after Robot Jocks, mm-hmm. and if it's a bad bad movie as in not fun at all to watch it gets one two five bags in the negative sliding scale after Twilight as in douchebags. So, so that being said, let's get a quick plot synops- ooh, synopsis man. for Spice World ooh. out of the way. Yeah. Climb aboard the double-deckered Spice Bus and get ready for a madcap musical adventure with the sexy phenomenons of pop, the Spice Girls. An encounter with extraterrestrials, a night in a haunted castle, and a moment of truth in a maternity ward are just a few of the escapades they endeavored upon as the girls gear up for their first live concert at London's Royal Albert Hall. And with that, I can say we now know how many hoes it takes to fill the Albert Hall. Five. That's it? That's it. They're that's giant
0: hose. That's not part of the uh,
2: thing. I was making a joke. Oh. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. The, I, I don't know what I just watched. Okay. I still haven't figured it out yet. It's a madcap musical adventure. <laughs> there were certain parts. It was like an art film because it was like, it was kind of <laughs> plotless. a little bit. And you're just like trying to figure out what the fuck there is going on. And then yeah. one of them's
1: like sitting in a tub
0: crying. And then all of a sudden they're,
1: Somewhere else, and I don't know. No, it's Apparently just, it's a 1997 British musical comedy starring the best-selling pop music girl group The Spice Girls that is made in a similar vein to The Beatles' A Hard Day's Night, depicting fictional events leading up to a major concert at London's Royal Albert Hall, right. liberally interspersed with dream sequences and flashbacks, as well as surreal moments and humorous asides. Now, mm-hmm. you've seen Hard Day's Night.
0: I have. How does this compare to A Hard Day's Night? It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Um, Both are British phenomenons. It's in color.
2: Um, <laughs> it has women, and there's five of them instead of four. Oh. And Paul's granddad is not there.
1: Mm. Um, the does, mope- does Hard Day's Night have Mark McKinney in it? No. No, it doesn't. What about George Went? Mm, nope. No? I'm going
2: I'm to go with zero of the people that were in this movie. Oh. Most likely were in Hard Day's Night. Okay. Someone may prove me wrong. Bob Some Geldof? old, like, dead guy, maybe. Elvis Costello? I don't think so. I don't know yeah. that he was... Hugh Laurie. Yes, he was there. Okay, that's uh, what okay. I uh, yeah. if We figured
1: it out, yeah. God, he was, it was, he Steven, was, it was Stephen the... Fry, actually. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, the poster <laughs> for this kind of hurts me. Because okay. the tagline thing up at the top says, You say you want a revolution? Okay. This must be a different poster that I'm looking at. Yes. It's, it's at the one that's on Wikipedia. The, on the Waikai Padilla. Which I oh.
0: guess... I, yeah, I guess it's theatrical, but... Oh, God. Well,
2: apparently the... Uh. Um, there's a DVD cover on IMDb as the primary one, and it's sort of sideways, and its tagline is, they don't just sing! Exclamation <laughs> point.
0: They annoy. <Yes. laughs> they annoy the they fuck irritate. out of
1: you. They do other things. Yeah. Like talk. Annoyingly. All right, dear And, Spice like, not Girl. get naked. Right? Yeah, I was just going to say, dear Spice Girls, <laughs> you should have gotten naked. Yeah. All of you. Well, that wasn't exactly their target audience. No. no. I
2: mean, well, except for maybe Sporty Spice, but other than that. yeah.
1: God. Yeah. This was made in 97. What was really the height of their popularity? Was it 97? 97? Yeah, it was right around there. They shit this yeah. movie out pretty quick.
0: Yeah. See, they're, yeah. the most interesting thing to me about them is that they sounded dated before they even came out.
2: Right. Well... But that was them as a, as a band. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. they're also coming with the Euro sound, you know, so
0: it might have been yeah. a little behind the times or different. But I'll never forgive them for basically opening the door for Britney Spears and NSYNC and all of that they, shit they to come, come not and flood. They were the ones no, who did it. they didn't. All That's the manufactured no, no, bullshit. No. Here's five people have that you sing heard of and the they're monkeys. young and good looking. Have you have heard, heard of, of the monkeys? I'm talking about in the 90s, okay? Have you heard it, of Green Day? Yeah. It's been going on oh, forever. No, Menudo.
2: I mean, new kids, new kids on the block. Yeah, new kids were pre Spice Girls. They had
0: all been killed off. Nirvana <laughs> killed them off. No, and then their corpse rose up out of the ground I mean, and started tried calling to kill itself the metal, Sporty but Spice, it and, and was smoked into eye. the ground. Yeah, I don't I know. Is it was fairly safe to listen to a radio. And then they came <laughs> it's along It's never been fairly safe To listen it to the was radio It fairly safe For a while and No then there was always Shitty pop They came stations. and just
1: Started flinging poo All over it eh. I'm not defending The Spice Girls I'm, not I'm just saying that You're wrong in a way That is way scarier Spice than Girls you spawned right. A monster No pop. The monster has always yeah. Been there Yeah Yeah well, either way, how did Roger Moore get a worst supporting actor Razzie nomination for that See, movie? That's a disgrace
0: because Roger Moore is by far the best, the fucking shining part star is. of
1: this movie. Yes, the big bright shining star. Besides, perhaps Jerry Hollowell's breasts. No, because yeah. I kind of enjoyed those. No, she's that was one thing we realized too. Yeah, she looked, they're not as good looking as. Oh we no, no, them she wasn't being, good looking. No, but she was But her tits were. Eh, I mean, I don't know. Eh.
2: Maybe I was always a Baby Spice fan. That's just me. Yeah, you have to choose
1: your Because you're a fucking sicko. I guess. Which is cool with me. I mean, Sure, thank I mean, Don't judge her. Mm,
0: right. Well, Gary Glitter did have an extended cameo they cut out after the child porn charges came up. So, Yo. Wait, really? I'm sure he probably hit on Baby Spice in that
1: scene. Mm. And, they also, and that made everyone uncomfortable, now didn't it? Not really. Did it? Oh. No. I wasn't surprised. They also cut apart I never actually bought the fact that she was supposed to pee.
2: Old, <laughs> well, you know, younger than twenty five, or however right. the fuck old she was, oh, yeah. and,
1: and like forty five for <laughs> carry <all> the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Anyway, yeah, and there, there actually was a princess die thing, but it kind of, it kind of yeah. got wrecked. Uh, the princess oh. died. <laughs> yes, good job, sir. <laughs> way to carry the terrible <laughs> <We just> joke <laughs> torch.
0: <laughs> Two terrible death jokes. It's almost simultaneously.
1: Too soon. Yes. And the Gianni Versace. But okay. Oh. That got shot all to hell. Mm. <laughs> uh, Never made it off the doorstep. Did no. it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. Do we have any others? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Yeah, let, let me check. check. Died around that time. Let me check. Meatloaf.
0: Uh, Meatloaf kills himself in yeah. this
1: movie. Yeah. Do you really have to make that? He makes the I would do anything for those girls, but I won't do that. Yeah. Do you really have to make that joke? We all know you It's know not a joke. Song. He finally explained what the hell he wouldn't do. Clean, ah, cleaner, unstop, uh,
0: unstop toilets. Clean a toilet that's yeah. attached to a gigantic double-decker bus. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Please let me talk about Let's, the Tarbus, tar
2: as I like to yeah. call it, because that's that's the primary set piece of this movie is that they ride around as as we said in the synopsis that they ride around in the Spice Bus. It's, it's a spice. It's a double-decker, you know, British bus that's you know taking just the more British by having a huge. It's red and it has a huge union jack on the side and says spice along the top. And yeah. uh, but, in but, case but, you didn't get the point. But when you step inside, it's like a mansion. <laughs> There's no way <laughs> yeah. this set pieces contained within a bus. It's like a three story set. Yeah. It, it's like their their playroom, whatever. They all have their little areas that they hang out in that, you know, are part of their personalities. Which, by the way, if you don't know, should we just get it out of the way that I don't think we've actually named the Spice Girls? There may be people listening who don't actually... Scary. No, yes. Know the Spice Girls by their personalities, right. as well.
1: All right. Scary is the black girl. Right. <laughs> Which is would, is terribly racist in America. Right. All right. Uh, you have Sporty, or Lesbian Spice, is like yeah. colour. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, um,
0: posh.
1: Yes. Which is Victoria Beckham.
0: Right. Yes. The um, only one who still has any semblance of money. Or At a career. Point. No, actually, um, I think
2: Scary Spice Mel B had a sing, like solo career that did pretty well. Still it, has. There, still has. Over there. Has. I, no, I think she's still going. Like over there, not here. But okay. Just saying. Well, she doesn't count because it's, cause it's not America. Yeah, and there's what? The, the baby one. There's Baby Spice. Baby Spice. Yes. And then uh, Ginger Spice. Ginger, or she was originally Sexy Spice, but they realized they were targeting to
1: 12-year-old girls. And like, maybe I shouldn't just call her right. Ginger. They did call her sexy in, oh, in one scene. Yeah. Hmm. Not that it matters. Yeah, yeah. I know She's too much also about, about known the history. His, apparently, his big-breasted spice. Yes. I guess all I
0: know is they act exactly like the cliches they're supposed to be. Right, sure. Yes, that's sort of their thing, I, which I is think kind of the
1: point. But right,
0: still fucking annoying. God, it's fucking annoying. Yeah. And all,
1: Frost, yeah, all, baby spice, yeah, baby.
0: All delivery is shouted at all times. Throughout the movie, hey, yell over each other, in British accents, hey, 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 she's Ay! having a
2: baby. Oh yeah, I think she had the the worst accent, plus <laughs> Scary Spice. That
0: was baby. No, I the bit, sporty one had the Chav accent. What what she
2: yeah, okay, I guess a little you bit. You know,
0: she sounded like a soccer hooligan all the time. Sure,
1: that's sort of her thing, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she was a soccer hooligan, mm. or is. Yeah. Or at least was playing one on TV. Yeah, it's
0: just very interesting. They they play them all as if they hate each other when they're sitting there talking on the bus. Mm-hmm. But then all they ever talk about is friendship and it never being ends. best friends and yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. I mean nothing mm-hmm. lasts forever, but friendship yeah. never and ends. And they also give them a generic um Asian friend. Yes. yes. Who's like nine months pregnant. And her name is Nicola?
2: Yeah. She, well, she's beyond token in in that, you know, she's the you know, the one Asian character in the entire movie, but it's like she's the, the normal friend who was there all along Mm -hmm. before they got famous. Right. Yeah.
0: But apparently can't sing because she didn't get, or, well, I should say can't dance. But no, I shouldn't say that either, because they kind of can't dance, they can't sing, they can't do much of anything. But I was going to say, they wouldn't get her in because she didn't have the talent, but... She didn't know.
1: she didn't want to wear maybe weird they, enough clothes to yeah, be Yeah, maybe part they of the just
0: guy. maybe they just didn't want to split it six ways. Mm. Yeah. You like no, 5. They five were actually
1: they're actually prejudiced against Asian people, mm. but yeah. not so much that they wouldn't let her hang around. Okay.
0: Yeah. That's fair enough, I guess. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> sure. <sighs>
0: yeah, this much like um much like Cool as Ice mm-hmm. is a weird fucking time capsule. It yes, is. Yes, it is. Of just bizarre. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Though, by the end, there's actually like some good meta stuff that they pull in
1: a little bit where yeah. it actually yeah. kind of works, like the space spice force five thing, or well, more, more like the bus, the bus jumping
0: the yeah. oh, jumping yeah.
1: the bridge and just like yeah, there's this weird. I, I think we have to explain that there's this weird subplot. I guess it's not too terribly weird, but George Went and Michael McKinney are writers. Mark Mark McKinney Mark McKinney yeah. kids in the hall. I thought I said Mark, but. I guess I said Mike. You said Mark McGrath. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, Mark McGrath and George Carlin are writers, uh, and Mark <laughs> McGrath just wants to fly or something. And, uh, no, I have no Was idea. Was that every what it, morning? Something like okay. that. Okay. I don't know. So, George Went and M- Mark McKinney <laughs> are these writers, and they want to write a movie about the Spice Girls, and they keep pitching stupider and stupider ideas to the Spice Girls manager douche guy. Mm-hmm. and There's Richard E. Gantt from uh, that, Hudson Hawk. Yes. Or Grant, not Grant, Gantt.
0: That's why I remembered him. Yeah.
1: And so eventually they finally come up with a good idea at the very end of the movie, and they're describing everything that is kind of happening as it's happening. And eventually they get to the Tower Bridge, I guess it is. Is it Tower mm-hmm. Bridge? It is. And the bridge is going up. And the Spice Girls, or uh, Victoria, is going to punch it because she's driving the bus. So she punches it. And they... What did they say? They say, she's going to jump we the bus. don't have the budget for that. Yeah, he says, that's too expensive. And so they cut to a little scene of little models and a little model of the Spice Bus just being tugged over the bridge by a string. And that was pretty cool. I thought yeah, that kind of... Yeah. It kind of worked. Kind of worked.
2: Yeah, well, then... then- I mean, by the very, very end of the movie, we're basically shown that we've just been watching the movie that he was pitching because they're referring to like everyone else except for Mark McKinney's character by the actor's names. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, you know, like Alan Cumming is in this and they, they say like, okay, Alan, you know, something like, yeah, they have the a Scottish accent. Yeah. From?
0: Alan Cumming has him doing, he's supposed to be like a documentary filmmaker that's right.
1: following them, making a mil- movie about them. Pretentious documentary. Yeah. yeah. I guess those two are kind of,
0: but that that's, <laughs> probably the, that's probably the part of the film. Like, I mean, Barely any of the jokes work in the first place, other than Roger right. Moore. But like, that's really where it's like a complete lack of funny. Yeah, there's at a, any point, like no there's point. nothing that works with. Well, there's him. no
2: point for him to be in there. I mean, other than like he could have probably like it almost seems like to me like they were casting uh, the Richard E. Grant character, and they probably brought in Alan Cumming, and they're like, "No, oh, you're both funny, and you're both kind of could do the same thing," but. Oh, we'll just write a part in for you because that's how, that's mm-hmm. how tacked on it felt. It was like they yeah. both it's just kind they're of both there. kind of similar weird character actors in in that way, and both could have done that. But, yeah,
0: yeah. You know. But God, they,
1: there are a lot of montages set to shitty music yes. in this movie. I holy do, god I do wish that they had made instead of Spice World that they had made Spice Force 5
0: oh definitely so, yeah which is one of the movie one pitches. of the movies
1: that was pitched because that was uh, that would have been hella awesome it was about a thousand times more intriguing an idea and what's than funny is we one.
0: actually made that yes. joke early
1: on in the movie we wrote Spice Force 5 pretty much when the movie started
2: basically <laughs> <laughs> we were like yeah, this is the prime minister get to Downing Street only you can save us
0: Spice Girls <laughs> right. that's what we were <laughs> and hoping we all for. like I would rather watch that movie yeah. Yeah, and then it actually shows up because and then, I think whoever wrote this was like, I would rather <laughs> watch that
1: movie. <laughs> Probably. Let's at least get a little bit of it. And you know they're in like weird shiny outfits and of course, pretty much the the Austin Fox Powers. Force. Well, I mean they were she
2: was like wearing the same thing like from that Elizabeth Hurley was wearing in Austin Powers at the end, more or less the first one. Yeah. Which which one? Like the shiny dressed suit. The first Austin Powers. Elizabeth Hurley. Okay. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. Same I time can. period. Yeah. Same year. Whatever, man. Yep. Yeah, it was. Yep. Synergy. Mm-hmm. Synergy. Synergization. They might have actually shared some costumes. They might have. So yeah, and- yeah. So I guess I mean we should talk about the cameos because there's a lot of them. Um, the strange thing is, is like I mean, I guess they were just banking on this being a bigger thing in in England than it was here because most of the cameos will fly completely over American audiences' heads, even mm-hmm. us for the most part. I mean, yeah. Not
0: looking at it, I'm like, oh that, oh okay you know i, I recognize well Dave we saw george here. went in the credits and the running joke became norm george meant george went and made a big mistake oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but <laughs> made every, a poor decision every, every, george <laughs> went and made a poor decision and then we just like and we, every time somebody showed up yeah.
1: yeah roger moore made a poor decision
0: meatloaf shows up driving the bus
2: yeah
1: meatloaf made a poor decision mm-hmm. hugh Laurie made a poor decision yeah. Yeah.
2: well you get you get fry and Laurie. i mean yeah, yeah
1: stephen, stephen fry, fry made, made a poor, a poor decision, decision. Jonathan Ross made a poor decision. Elvis Costello, <laughs> Elton John, Bob Geldof, Bob Hoskins, uh, apparently Anthony Hopkins, and
2: uh, where yeah. where does it say? How he did we get two was, Bob Hoskins? Movies where the hell in a week? was Anthony Hopkins? And where are you reading this? Are you, uh, this is he, it's on. on going to be some. It's, some, it's, some, it's on, some, it, it's on some Wiki Cut thing, or maybe it was after the credits. We didn't
1: stick around. It's it. on Wiki. Apparently, he was Doctor No. Maybe there was a scene with Doctor yeah. No.
2: Okay, I don't know.
1: <laughs> no, I don't know. It's it's not
2: not listed in. IMDB at all, so yeah, but yeah, but I mean, there's <laughs> lots of lots of British folks like Jennifer mm-hmm. Saunders and people like that, or show up briefly.
0: Bunch yeah, I fans. mean, it's kind of shocking how many yeah they got how, to actually exactly be in this. I mean, George Wentz not shocking because he was in Space Truckers at like the same week. I will come across this table at <laughs> <won't> you.
2: <laughs> all I'm saying is you you better ask forgiveness <laughs> to the Stuart Gordon to the poster right behind you, sir. <laughs> uh so yeah no i mean well i don't know there's lots of weird cameos uh richard o'brien is in it as well as the weird um uh I richard don't know,
0: o'brien who's that
2: uh of rocky horror fame no he's a character actor.
0: never seen it okay
2: most people does know. he sing and wear like nylons and shit not nylons Ever. isn't that in he's the guy who actually Rocky created War. he actually the guy he's the guy that created it he's in it but he oh he's the one that wrote it and okay that and shock treatment and other things anyway but yeah i mean he plays like this creepy uh paparazzi dude who's, oh that guy
0: yeah yeah uh, yet another subplot yeah that, yeah it's
2: just like he just pops up and is like you know super stealthy paparazzi guy who's causing trouble for that really never makes any trouble for them. They're just like, yeah. oh, damn it, we're on the headlines again with nothing, non-positive yeah. news. That's really going to mess up our record sales mm-hmm. or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and they know. have dream sequences where like they imagine they're old with kids, yeah. but they all apparently live in the same room that's about six by six. Yeah. And
2: yeah, take some of that fat loot and buy your own places. Seriously. Because, yeah. yeah, like every time they cut cutting like, in that, oh, we've separated and... The groups broke mm-hmm. up. Thing they were all like in these shitty little apartments. It's like really, <laughs> how many
0: bajillions of you know dollars do you have or pounds? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pre Euro. Well, well, I mean the whole the whole movie just kind of feels like somebody like every once in a while one of them would say, "What if we do this?" And then so they're like, "Okay, cool," and they just wrote it in like what at whatever point yeah. that they were in writing the script they Most were just likely. like, "Well, what if we?" Uh, Went through army training. And like, okay, write it in. Yeah. And we were all wearing camouflage suits. Okay, write it in. What if we <laughs> our friend was having a bear bear? A <laughs> bear. Right, write it in. Yeah. What if we took it out to a club because we were angry at our manager? Because oh. he told us we had to show up for our concert <laughs> that pays us ridiculous <laughs> amounts something. of fucking money it's so tough it being in. famous god yeah. except
2: i love that other than like when they leave their very very first concert the very very first scene of the movie that is the only time they get like mobbed and recognized i mean there's mm-hmm. like one or two who are like hey are you the spice girls like but like one person yeah you know, like only when they leave their concert and it's the most orderly fans ever it's mm-hmm. no beatles grabbing at them blah 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 you know yeah. but yeah it's like what 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 is the hardship of your life you know, like mm-hmm. you're not being mobbed. You know, it's like you go, you, Hey,
1: we're on a tough
2: schedule, you know, and
1: a bus. This sucks. Yeah. That's that's the, yeah. the conflict. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's the extent of the conflict. Is right the manager is wants them are. to actually do their job, and they don't know, get a morning practice off. and sing and have be prepared for the show, and they're just like, "I hey, fuck you, Wanker." <laughs> yeah, watch well, I mean, this. We're the Spice <laughs> Fucking yeah <games. laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Sort of, you bloody shit. bollocks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You watch, you know, but you watch like a documentary about You twat! <laughs> You watch like, you know, a documentary about Elvis or the Beatles or, you know, people that were that famous and you could kind of sympathize with like why that would get trying. You know, I mean, you just, you can't yeah. leave the hotel room without getting mobbed. I mean, you can't move, you know, without getting recognized or having your picture taken or just berated. But like, they showed no downside to what they were going through. You know, there's no motivation. That's <laughs> like, you know, we're just going to whine and complain because we can't. Do stupid shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Even though we could, because we're not going to get recognized.
0: <laughs> do stupid shit yeah. anyway. Steal a boat, right? Steal a boat, yeah. And dump two contest winner kids yeah. <laughs> into the water. Almost run them over with the boat. That would have been so much better if they drowned. Yeah. <laughs> Some
2: actual conflict in this movie would have been fantastic. But
0: yeah, I I did like the uh, there was the the newspaper editor guy mm-hmm. who when he spoke oh, like yeah. like they made him such a caricature that they zoom in like on the bottom half of his face when he's speaking and they. They backlight him so thoroughly that there's just spit flying <laughs> out of his mouth. Which guy? The the, the newspaper yeah. guy. From oh the yeah. Beginning and then he's got like Jason Fleming is his assistant, just another. Random, what are you doing in this casting. movie yeah. type thing? Well, that that was that was post uh, Train Spotting, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to remember what your
2: Train Spotting was. But I mean, yeah, and then they did the whole weird thing with like it's raining in his office. Like they just do weird, weird shit. for Like, like I said, I don't man, know where. it's
0: like a fucking art film yeah. at certain
2: points. You're just like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that was one of those. Like I think that's the single strangest, like, what the fuck moment. Just because they, you know, there's that it was supposed to be set in the in the in the bounds of reality. That mm-hmm. moment, you know, everything else that was weird was in flashbacks or in dreams. Yeah, dreams or, or you know, the bus thing yeah. worked because at that point they were just. Talking the movie
0: Yeah but it, I mean It's basically Yeah and they meet aliens Yeah then Oh yeah I fucking forgot about that That's so weird Who just want their autograph And for some reason The aliens speak And it's subtitled Right Yet they know exactly What they're saying Yeah
1: Sports girls speak yeah. alien Yeah
0: well you saw The Duh. languages
2: they speak Because of their press conference Yes They
1: even uh, speak into- Which was another inter- source inter- Of extra ter- terrible
2: jokes When uh, one of them Speaks
0: Spanish And it's like And that's for our yeah. audience In France
2: And yeah. You
0: know. yeah none of the actual jokes Work yeah, that's in true. this movie that's true but the only thing that works where we have to just dedicate a few minutes to him is Roger Moore. Yes. Oh, my God. I, I can't even... <laughs> he's basically... He's like the record company executive. They just... I think he's billed as chief.
1: Mm-hmm. The chief.
0: The chief. And the manager's always calling in, like, checking in. And, and yet, chief always knows exactly what's going on anyway but he always hangs up the phone saying the weirdest ass quotes. Yeah, they basically are. all sound like the secret code you would use if you were talking like a spy. Yeah. You know. Because the first time he's hanging up, he's like, when the rabbit of chaos is pursued by the ferret of disorder through the fields of anarchy, it is time to hang your pants on the hook of darkness, whether they're clean or not. <laughs> and then he just hangs up on him, <laughs> And he, we're just... We, we oh, were just so kind of stunned into silence Because I think that was the first big one that he threw yeah. at him Oh, that's so good And then eventually the guy just keeps Just doesn't even bother to try and understand it He just like, okay, whatever, thanks yep. And then when something's going wrong He just tells him The headless chicken can only know where it's been He can't see where he's going <laughs> Don't be that chicken <laughs> I, I'm saying right now,
2: if this doesn't exist, we need to be the people that does... The YouTube. That, yeah, that that takes all the Roger scenes. Moore scenes, yes, together.
0: I mean, they're amazing, too, because there's one where he's just holding a little baby pot-bellied pig, yeah. and cool. he's feeding it with a bottle. Well, he starts with a cat on the desk, uh-huh. and then he's got
2: a rabbit, and then he's got, like, a pot-bellied pig. Yeah. He's just, like, got just, strange like, arm animals. Yeah. <laughs> stranger and stranger arm animals.
0: Yeah, and, like, there's just these weird rotating backgrounds behind him. Yeah. It's just... Well, they keep like he's got this like
2: uh like a gas powered fireplace type of thing in Mm his place, and they keep doing these shot through the fireplace, you know, like so it's like you know the bottom of the screen is lit with fire, Mm -hmm. and you're just watching Roger Moore sipping on yeah. I mean, they make the martini joke, and yeah, pretty much anything.
1: Yeah, he says something about uh, well, he says uh, not getting something stirred. Yeah, and he says, oh yeah, we don't need to stir it up or something like that. Right. Right. Yeah, but that's that's
0: early before he really kicks in with just the bizarre what the fuckness? Yeah. And maybe it's just like whoever wrote it was just like, we actually got Roger Moore. I Holy got this fucking shit. shit. What the fuck do we do with Roger Moore? We just I, need him I, to say weird-ass stuff. China, oh. Yes, that's awesome. Let's make him like Blofeld, but weirder. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And he is awesome. Like yeah. That was the best possible thing they could have done, yeah. was getting him in there. But, but <laughs> he can't save this thing no no you can't this shambling not really
1: annoying (laughs) screeching monster they needed more uh slang british insults in this movie
0: (laughs) yeah they did we we supplied all those pretty much i was
1: trying to come up with a few to to shout randomly during the podcast and i came upon a website that has given me far (laughs) more joy than this movie ever could oh come (laughs) on all right share share one or two give us one or two looking up an uphill gardener it's an homosexual I have no <laughs> idea what it means, but Bug it's- is <laughs> <Buggeros>. an uphill <laughs> gardener. That's slang for God. homosexual. Yes. Okay. I
0: think Sir Anthony William MacDonald has shut off the podcast. Probably. When he's like those, <laughs> and those fucking-, boys- fucking sons of bitches. <laughs> Nobody says that, boys. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It's like they've never met a British person before. <laughs> before. It's <laughs> like they're from tigers. From- <laughs> He's like from Cockney, and he's suddenly <laughs> <70 laughs> Welch, and then he's <laughs> fucking there. all over the
1: goddamn place. He's just thrown
2: off the headphones and is doing a really bad Southern accent right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Those fucking numpties are on the onions. I don't think he's gonna do it now. Yeah. <laughs> Good <doing Yeah>. now. <laughs> yeah. Dear Lord Anthony William MacDonald, please call us on the BanffCast hotline. Yeah. Give us your <laughs> best co- and worst Southern American. Just record yeah. it somehow and email it to
2: us, Whatever. We want to. We want to hear. Oh, yeah, the yeah, proper, yeah, Because you're on. Yeah, because you have to call you're long, off, long. You're across yeah, the international,
1: pond.
0: Yeah. Mm. Like the only word that keeps coming up to describe this is annoying. Yeah, it's a mess. It's like an actively annoying movie. Yeah. So while while we're talking about uphill gardeners, uh, should
2: we just go ahead and talk <laughs> about the? Uh, what, the does, et- what does that mean? <laughs> I don't understand.
0: I
1: don't, I don't know the etymology, but it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, I just you
2: know I. Long before this movie, you know, I've always jokingly referred to sporty spice as lesbian spice mm-hmm. because, I mean, you know, number one, she's athletic and that's the joke in and and it. But dear God, do they give this, give that so much fodder in this movie? Oh, they yeah. do, but they, ridiculous. Don't, they don't
1: really come
0: out and say it. It's kind well, of a She bleak. may
2: be, and that's fine, but I mean, it's just like, you know...
1: Yeah, God, it's, it's very, it. just, it's well, yeah it's very, It's very oblique. Just, it, it at is. one
0: point, the inter- the interviewer guy, the documentary guy, asked if they're interested in boys. And of course, she's the oh, first yeah. one to answer. She's like, oh, no. no. <laughs> Not at all. No, ma'am. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Doesn't she say, um, boys, what are those? Or something like that. Yeah. Or I haven't heard of those. Yeah. But I mean, like, uh, no. they do
2: that. They do one of their many, many montages is they're in the middle of a photo shoot. And, and he, decide, she's going down yeah. on this girl. And then, <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. fucking weird. I mean, it's like, just come right out. No. They, yeah. they go off and they're it's like, it's like it's
0: her whole fist like, up there. You know, it's like,
2: holy they shit. Stand, they stand still for about 30 seconds and take a photograph. And they're like, oh, fuck this. Let's go have fun. You know, yeah, because fun. that's hard yeah. work standing there for a couple minutes having your picture taken. Mm-hmm. So they run off and start doing different costumes, and it becomes yet another montage. And they're dressing up like, all these like different Marilyn movies, yeah. and, but of course they do Grease, and she's fucking John Travolta's character.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, they dress yeah. her up like three different times, and each time, like yeah. one time she's Elvis. Oh, was it? One do Elvis, time she's okay? she's whoever that is, Greasy guy. Yeah, yeah, the, the Greasy guy. Yeah, the, she doesn't get to dress up like a woman. She only nope. gets to dress up like a man in that section. So. Right.
2: Yeah, but I mean, there's just there's just constant fodder for that. One time, she
1: was dressed up as Ellen DeGeneres, (laughs) Katie Lang, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Melissa Etheridge. That was a really awkward cameo. (laughs) (laughs) That's the girl she was going down on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Uh, No, but I mean, that's how she got the whole thing up there.
2: What? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, you hear she died? Funny.
1: What? (laughs) (laughs) Who? (laughs) Just gonna make the princess Diana Versace. (laughs) No. Uh, no, no, sporty spice. They found her face down in Ricky Lake. <laughs> oh That's God. the worst joke on the planet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have, have to know. ask you to
1: leave, <laughs> sir. That's fine. I'm I'm tired of talking I don't about even this live movie here, anyway. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I didn't get punched for my joke, so whatever. Yeah. Let's move on. Should we just rate this? And I mean, do we have anything else to say? It's fucked up. It's weird. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> it's
0: pretty crap. Yeah, we've just got to find a Roger Moore clip on YouTube. Yeah, like I said, that if like watch those, I don't know how well they'll play out of context of everything else. And maybe they just feel funnier because of so much unfunny it, 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 surrounding it, it's them.
2: It's entirely possible,
0: but now we watch the, the only bad thing about saying that we want to do this is we watch
2: this on Netflix, which it's available instant streaming. So we don't have a copy to to take from. So I would have to acquire it mm. is a dodgy cock up. Thanks. Gov. Thanks.
0: <laughs> Govna.
2: Yes. Thanks, Pip. Mm.
1: <laughs> You're welcome.
0: So, is it time to... Uh,
1: rate yeah, this bitch. Rate? Yeah. rate this bitches. Do you yeah. really, really want to rate it? I really, really, really want to. Mm. Okay, let's rate it then. Okay.
2: I'm going to rate it uh, three, 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 three bags. <laughs> <laughs> three? I think I have to. No, I'm going to. There was enough. There was enough enjoyable shit in there that it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't terrible. I'm almost tempted to go higher because now I'm, th- I'm thinking I gave three bags to Super Mario Brothers, and that was, f- or, and that was fucking painful. Or what did I give four? So was this? I gave it four. You guys gave it three. I, believe. Okay. I thought I gave it four. All right, I'm gonna go two. I got mean, to. I got to no, I mean, Yeah, I'm gonna go two. Anyhow, you two. I'm going two. Two bags.
0: Yeah, you I, sir. I was at two also. Because I mean, Roger Moore alone. Yeah, keeps it like like he, he pushes it right near. But it's
2: certainly not Jock's no, territory. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I he, you know, you were saying like walk the dinosaur and Super Mario Brothers. This he was like a two spot. That's how good his little chunk of this was. Like yeah. he bumped it up two. <sighs> I was thinking it was just one, but I'm I'm gonna go because I think and I was four other than him. And yeah, then, but
0: two and the uh, the whole low budget bridge. Yeah, that wasn't bad. bridge jumping wasn't scene. Bad it was just like one of those just, those big meta jokes that worked.
2: Yeah, this I mean, but. You have to be prepared for a shitload of Spice Girls music. Like, Yeah, Cool as yeah. Ice was nowhere near as many songs thrown into that movie. Yeah. There was a lot of plot, which made that funnier to and more fun to watch because you just get to watch Vanilla Ice, Ice going, Yeah, act. yeah, a lot, you know, a lot more <laughs> than actually just rapping and and also yo. knocking on doors. Yeah. <laughs> Doom. Vanilla's <laughs> right. at the door. No. So what's what's up, BJ?
1: Well. I don't, I don't know if Roger Moore and the low budget hey, with bridge scene. I wanted to give it a four. I want because I I just don't even want to talk about this movie anymore. That's that's okay. how how strongly I feel. I think I'm going to give it a three though. Okay. I th- I think three is a more reasonable score. Yeah. So it was on
2: par for Super Mario Brothers to you.
1: I almost gave it five. Okay. Wow. But then,
0: yeah, I <clears> thought <throat>
1: about five just for the whole symmetry thing. Then I, yeah, then I realized that I did laugh quite a bit more than I expected to. Yeah, I think. And, we, yeah, I, mean, I genuinely I think, laughed at Roger Moore's. Yeah, yeah. Just because
0: it was so out there. Oh, and there's an off camera explosion. There is. Yeah. There is one
1: explosion off camera, and it is. Well, no, there was one impaired. on camera. Was
0: it the building demolition with,
1: during the? the that, that was oh, Force Five or whatever, whatever they called it. Yeah. That's that true. was Spice Force 5 oh yeah I, Fox Force 5 was uh, Pulp, no, Fiction. Pulp Fiction that's yeah. right <laughs> the, same difference yeah it was B-roll though so they, they right. didn't actually do it for the movie but there was an off camera explosion but yeah. anyhow yeah. Uh, I just I'm not mean enough today to give it a 5 maybe tomorrow okay tomorrow I'll yeah. It yeah. we're still update. not really recommending tomorrow you'll this. never watch it again yeah. right
0: yeah
1: alright yeah we have seen
0: we've seen the Spice World yes yep some of us and we're glad it is
2: gone <laughs> <laughs> some of us have unfortunately seen it more than once. we have
1: been to that world some of us are never going some back some of us are smarter Stato than yeah. yeah well yes that
2: alright All right, let's All right. move on and we'll be back very very shortly <laughs> All right, welcome back hey second podcast. half of this here podcast thing Zooncast. cast that we do yeah that zoom so i believe once again i'm the only one to watch the movies my understanding this Man, correctly are you
0: like a movie fan i am something?
2: like i like to watch the movies ah. do you have a
1: job sir i do are you employed? Not really. I do. He doesn't really have a job.
0: Man, I have a job when it's convenient. You must have a better job than me because I don't get to watch me movies, too. huh? Except when I sit here and then I talk about them afterwards. Right.
1: What? So all I ever see did are shitty movies. movies. It's weird. No, I don't think I watched any movies. No. Again,
0: I watched paint dry. I that watched, sounds exciting because I painted my house. Oh, last yeah. Weekend. That's right.
1: That's what you did. Uh, yeah. Last weekend. All weekend.
0: It was fun. I did. That uh, like fun. Yeah, it was great. Approximately was nothing really on awesome.
1: Saturday. I slept most of the day. I hate you. And Sunday, uh, well, this past Sunday was Father's Day, so yes, it was. I got up early, went and uh, bought breakfast because men don't make breakfast for other men, and uh, you could make teesh. Dude, he made donuts. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, some kind of uphill gardener? I am
2: not an uphill gardener. Check and and uh,
1: <laughs> worked in the yard. And then I shot guns, so that was way more important to me. <laughs> so than So you're almost movies. like in your own action movie. I kind of was, yeah. Like, goddamn, I'm getting too old for this shit. Were you and one then, week away from retirement? And then when did I the was, guy at the gun range call you a loose cannon? Uh, I I was firing a loose cannon. Uh. It was a 357 Magnum, so it kind of like right. kind of was like an action movie. Hmm. Did you feel lucky? Uh, or did you n- punk? It's pretty awesome shooting one of those, isn't it? I was it? asking the target if it felt oh, lucky. Oh okay. Because yeah. see, I had the gun.
0: Did you it, blast the target to pieces? Uh pretty much. Well, I mean, I know what yeah. you're thinking. Yeah, so in other words, BJ and I didn't watch any movies, but Harlow did. Right. So what'd you watch? Okay, quickly Mr. Harlow.
2: I will say that I finally got around to watching twenty twelve. Roland Emmerich's twenty twelve. Two thousand twelve. From the director of the day after tomorrow and ten thousand BC. And the Patriot. And the Patriot and Independence Day and Godzilla. And Stargate. And Stargate. <laughs> now that we've done the entire filmography, let me tell you about this one. I Let's liked hear it. it. I was surprised. I actually really liked it. I liked it like I liked Independence Day almost. I mean, it's pretty damn close to me. I think it's. Really? I think it's the best movie he's, he's made since Independence <laughs> Day. I think all the others have been kind of shit. So. Hmm. I mean, I, I did so better than Ten Thousand BC. Oh, huh? Well, yeah, I I didn't mind Day After Tomorrow not as much as Bj. I'm not saying. I loved it, but... It's because you're dumb. I just, you know, I turned my brain off and was like, this is kind of fun, you know, running from CG wolves and stuff. You know. Never mm. saw it. weather, But yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it. But anyway. So I, 2012. I, yeah. I liked it a lot. It's, it's a little long. <laughs> you know, it's... Well, it's, it's like, what, two hours, 45 minutes or yeah, something insane like that? It's pretty long. And... Yeah. uh But it held my attention. There's a lot of shit that goes down. I mean... It's definitely his biggest destruction movie. I mean, because he destructs the earth mostly, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> at least pretty much all of California. Yeah, nice. um, no, yeah. he kills the Buddhist monk dude, yeah, in the preview. Well, yeah, but I mean, whatever. I'm not saying like not like the earth blows up at the end mm-hmm. or something like that, but yeah, no, I, I quite enjoyed it. And uh, it was one of those, it was, I saw it, I don't remember where I was, somewhere it was on Blu ray for 10 bucks, and I was like, oh, I would have spent that going to the freaking theater. Or so it's Blu ray, shit blowing up, why not?
0: so it is the golden age of, of video buying now isn't it yeah well I mean I think it is
2: I, I everywhere I go now there's cheap blu-rays I mean I'm always scoping like I you know like when you know when DVDs first came out they were all 25 thirty dollars and when you saw one for 15 bucks you're like
0: yes yeah do I it. remember like most of the criterion ones I bought were like forty dollars
2: yeah and now it's like now I'm starting to see 15 lots of fifteen dollars some 10 some mm-hmm. eight dollar blu-rays and I'm like okay it starts making me think for once, maybe I will be buying a movie for the last time, you know, instead of like, I'm sure that's not the case because there's something no, else 3D home. versions of everything. Fuck that. I'm, you know, yeah, I know it's not, not as even,
0: good an experience. Yeah.
2: I'm not even that, that interests me zero <laughs> yeah. trying to try to recreate the 3D experience at home.
0: Fuck 3D. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: That's all I have to say about it. Fuck it. Well, I'm not opposed to the to the theater go, going experience of it. Oh but, no. I'm know. opposed to everything 3D. Okay. I don't want three dimensions in anything. At, Life ever. is
0: three dimensional, BJ. I,
1: I, I, that's why I'm so fucking angry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Let's then. Fire it up. Wow. God, I hate 3D. Goddamn polygons. Goddamn dimensions. Too yeah. many of them. Yeah.
2: So anyway, goddamn death perception. If, if you like, if you if you like disaster movies, I think you can do worse than 2012. Is what I'm saying. Okay. It's a. Uh, it's, so, you know, is that all you watched? Apparently,
1: that, that was... pretty was, long. That,
0: that probably took up all your free yeah, time. Yeah, that was pretty
1: right? much my entire weekend. Yeah. 2012. 158 minutes. Yeah. Apparently, that was his final disaster film. And... Oh, yeah, right. Quoth Roland Emmerich. Well... I said to myself that I'll do one more disaster movie, but it has to end all disaster movies. So, I packed everything in. Pretty much, yeah. So, now, The Patriot 2, up next. Uh, I, I want Stargate it'll, to... It'll be a disaster movie.
2: I want Stargate brought back to the big screen and not in, you know, not the versions from TV. Hmm. <laughs> but it's got MacGyver on it, doesn't it? It did at one point in time. I don't think oh. he's associated with it anymore.
0: I don't know. I never watched it.
1: Did any. you know, On it's still on the 2012 thing. Okay. I'm reading the trivia. And oh, okay. This amuses me to, to no end. Uh, Roland, Director Roland Emmerich is a big fan of rapper 50 Cent and wanted to name his lead character after him. The lead character's name is Jackson Curtis. Mm-hmm. 50 Cent's real name Curtis is Jackson. Curtis Jackson.
2: Yeah, I, I kind of caught that.
1: Because did well, you know that Roland
2: Emmerich was a big Fifty Cent fan? No, but I did catch the name, and yeah. it kind of made me go, "Huh, I wonder if that's a coincidence."
0: No, <laughs> no, there are no coincidences. I've seen Roland Emmerich. Okay, I can't see him like rolling around listening to Inda Club or guns go off. <laughs> well, although guns go, off. I'm not
2: going to talk, speak speak on this long. But I have been playing the greatest video game of our generation, Fifty Cent Blood on the Sand, and so yeah. it even more resonated when I saw that on 2012. Anyway, so the other movie I watched.
0: What was the other movie you is, watched?
2: Uh, is one I know BJ's was, you know, so eagerly looking forward to seeing. And that's uh, Martin Scorsese's Shutter Island. Ah. And I finally... Uh, the movie of the trailer. Yes. The full, the full version. It so they of They
0: made a full-length version yeah, of that trailer. I, I had huh? no idea. I had wow. no idea. That's pretty awesome. Um, I saw Shutter Island, at least the running time, with as many times as I saw that fucking trailer in the mm, theater. Mm. That's probably true. So how does it compare to the trailer? Um... Trailer. Uh, well, okay. First off, I... Trailer, trailer,
2: trailer. Uh, first off, I liked it. Uh, no! What? He's not <laughs> in that. No, but Leonardo DiCaprio is.
0: Woo, king of the world.
2: Um, does he say that in the movie? No, but he does a Boston accent again. Oh, uh, for, for God's <laughs> sake. Stop. No comment. Well, it, 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 it has to be because this was based on a book and Shutter Island takes place in on a island in boston harbor.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, it was Best kind of inhabit. it was kind of a quiet to do a boston accent for everybody mostly. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I I liked it they don't um, do it wrong. Yeah, mostly. Um yeah, I liked it. I mean, it's it's not great, but it kind of leads into what I think we were going to talk about for our topic, which is um I don't know why Martin Scorsese directed this. I I I, I like Martin Scorsese, but this didn't feel like a Martin Scorsese movie at all. It um, it would have been much better made by David Lynch, hmm. uh, because it really felt like he was doing that. And uh, when I saw the tree, when I saw the previous, I was like thinking he was going to try to recreate Cape Fear. But the thing about him doing Cape Fear is this didn't have that feel at all. I mean, Cape Fear was mm-hmm. I, well, it was a remake number one, and uh, I I I'm trying to think of what you would call his style that he did that movie in because there's a lot of, um, it almost felt like his version of Cape Fear almost felt like a Brian De Palma movie. There were a lot of, uh, ups and like really long depth of field shots and things like mm. that, that, that throw off your sense of perception. And, and De Palma does that a lot. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, uh, I, yeah, this one, I mean, it's, it's competently directed, but there's nothing about it that says this is a Scorsese movie at all. Uh, you know, no, cool tracking shots, things like that. You know, it just feels kind of pedestrian for one of his movies. Interesting. You know, and and the the weird psychological stuff, which is the whole point of the movie, it's in a mental institution, would have been, I think, much better done by someone like Cronenberg or David Lynch or somebody like that. So that's what I have to say about it. And that's what I think we were going to talk about topic-wise is movies we think would have been better served with a different director or just like a dream project if you think, you'd like to see another director tackle another movie just mm-hmm. just for you think their version would be very interesting.
0: So with that, yeah. I throw it out to you fellas. Oh, you're putting us on the spot here. Well, I just, well, the biggest one I remember from ages and ages ago is, um, Steven Spielberg on return of the Jedi, which apparently was originally supposed to happen, but there was some kind of director's guild deal, where he basically would have had to leave the Director's Guild in order to do it, so he didn't. Okay. And, you know, and this was Steven Spielberg before he went totally into, you know, the have-to-have-a-happy-ending type stuff. Yeah, the Peter Pan scenario, basically. Yeah. like like, Because, you know, I mean, E.T., I'm not the biggest fan of E.T., but there's a lot of really good stuff in E.T., and, you know, Close Encounters wasn't that far in the past from that, at, from that point. Right. So I really, I think that could have been a pretty amazing film. And, you know, basically this was between Return of the, or between uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom. Right. So. Yeah. And what did he squeeze in there? 1941? Is that what he did? Uh, no, I think that was like in 79. I think oh, that was okay. it before. Um, Raiders? Hm. Before Raiders. Cause it was like Raiders, E.T. And then I want to say Temple of Doom was the year, hm. It was two years later after that. So. Okay. But yeah, but I, I think that really, you know, I mean, there's stuff people complain about in Return of the Jedi, like them lingering more on the shot of a dead Ewok than on the actual Death Star blowing up. Right. And whether Spielberg, I don't know. I don't know if Spielberg back then would have been able to resist that same thing. Yeah. But I think that movie might have needed someone to stand up to George Lucas a little bit more. And I think Spielberg would have been one of the guys to do it. Maybe.
2: I mean... It's it's possible. I mean, I, I don't know that that definitely would be interesting to see, but I, I wonder. You know, then we would have been having that duo for a long period straight. You know, yeah. from Raiders to that to the, you know, and 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 that's the thing is like I'm a, I, I don't I'm, see I'm, a problem with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I you know, I just I would I would fear that like somehow George Lucas at that time period would have exerted more control over later Indiana Joneses and we would have, you know, nuke the fridge, jumped the shark on that earlier mm-hmm. because he was riding off of, you know, one of the biggest commercial successes of all time. And yeah. yes, Spielberg had more movies under his belt and was probably looked at as a better director. But, you know. Well, I don't know. I, I, I just made the most, you know, the most highest grossing movie ever made. You know, you do what I say kind of thing, you know. it mm-hmm. could have broken up that whole thing a lot sooner. I don't know. Yeah, theoretical stuff, but who knows.
0: But that's still... that. That's one I definitely would have liked because, you know, of the original three movies, obviously, Return of the Jedi is the weak link, even though it's not that weak a link, but still. Yeah. I would argue...
2: I would argue the first one, really, when you go back and look at it. I mean, I know at the time it was amazing and everything, and, and the story still, I think, is possibly the strongest, most tight, tightly written one, but there's a lot... 'Cause I, I was actually that's I had it on in the background. I was watching the original unaltered episode mm-hmm. four this weekend too. I was kinda doing other things, but yeah, yeah. I just I, I forgot how much how rough it was without the special editions. Yeah, there's some clunkiness. Yeah, there's some there's, there's some definite clunkiness and yeah, I, I I I wish someday like George Lucas dies and they somehow recut the special edition to literally change everything that changes the editorial part of that yeah. <laughs> to just cleaning up the special effects, you know. Yeah, but whatever. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars.
1: You guys are pretty much saying everything for me, so I don't really have to say anything. You sure? At this point, yeah, I think so. You want Sister Act Two to have been directed by Michael Bay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my wet dream. Sweet. When I go to heaven, Sister Act Sister Act Two, the Michael Bay cut will mm. will be there waiting for me. Okay. In two D. <laughs> In two D, of course. In two D. Because who wants three d will be Goldberg I mean really no, really, and what's her face uh kathy Najimi sure her Lauren Hill <laughs> <laughs> is she in it yeah, Huh. Hmm.
0: she's one of the students
2: i I was her not aware name. of that. you should know your movie better b j
1: that's your movie that's your your jam she's she's such a secondary she's a quaternary character mm-hmm. that's how far in the background she is to me. Racist.
0: <laughs> well, Whoopi Goldberg's up front. How am I a racist for putting
1: fucking Lauren Hill at the back? You uphill
0: gardener. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted an excuse to use that. I, uh, I still don't get it, but hey, whatever. Yeah. Sounds kind of fun to say. Uh, yeah, another one I can think of. Um, RoboCop 2. Okay. It was it was made by Irvin... It was directed by Irvin Kirshner, mm-hmm. who also directed Empire, Empire. Strikes Back. Yeah. But I... Really wish Paul Verhoeven had been, stayed on board to do the sequel. Even though I know he was kind of like removed from it and moved on to do his, you know, he was doing Total Recall that same year, I believe. Right. but something
2: like that. But do you think, I I don't, it's been a long time since I've seen RoboCop 2, but I don't remember anything about it. The commercials in there
0: are a lot of fun. Okay. And they had a lot of fun with the big, what is it, ED-209, I think, you know, the big robot thing. The big mech without a person inside. Yeah. Yeah, there's some there. I mean, there's some seriously fun stuff in there, and there's like this. There's a core that could work there, but there's I don't know. It was just kind of like the way Kirshner did it, it. Just became like a kind of a paint by numbers action movie type thing. Yeah, and, 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 and I just remember. think Verhoeven would have maybe brought a little bit more of the subversiveness somewhere other than the commercials. Right. Which I think they had like the SPF 2000 stuff in that I believe that's in Robocop 2 and just some of the other, just, you know, weird. It's no, I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah, of course not. But But yeah, I mean, that, that, because that movie always chalked up to me as like missed potential. Yeah. So much.
2: Well, that's the thing is like, there's so many half assed sequels. that's, That's a hard thing to get into because you know, so many sequels have the potential to be good, especially when you have a a movie that leaves a nice open door for more. And then they just come in and do this shitty cash grab and, you know, it just destroys Mm -hmm. the whole idea. You know, I mean, I, I I think sometimes I always say like, you know, I I would like to see sequels directed by the same person. And then sometimes I think the shakeup is needed, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, to kind of do a little different thing every time. Like, I mean, who's to say it wouldn't have been more interesting to see the Matrix trilogy done with different directors each time? You know, like, you know, all out of Star Wars and just, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's just one of those cases where they did. They just got too full of themselves and, you know, you get the problems that you get with the, the other two Matrix movies.
0: But... Yeah, but my problem with the Matrix movies, the second ones, isn't necessarily the direction. It's more the, the script.
2: Yeah, but I mean, yeah. you know, somebody could have come along and seen that script and said, yeah, okay, I kind of see what you're doing here. Humanity, blah, blah, blah. Life down in the city is still thriving, blah, blah, blah. But Mm -hmm. let's do it in 10 seconds instead of, (laughs) you know, the five, 10 minute montage that goes in slow motion even. You know, that kind of thing. So, you know, scripts can be interpreted lots of different ways quickly. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, sometimes, sometimes you get good at it. Like, I mean, like the Die Hard not trilogy anymore, but, you know, the original three Die Hard movies. You know, you you, you have uh, John McTiernan who does mm-hmm. the classic original. I like the Rennie Harlan take on it. You know, kind of same movie. I do, too, location. even though it's the same movie yeah. with different locations. But, you know, but then then There's you, a lot of fun see, scenes. Then you see how movie. much better it is when John McTiernan comes back, you know, and, and I think makes Die Hard, I mean, die, you know, whatever it is. Live Die down. Hard with a vengeance. Vengeance, yes. I was going to say three, but... it's I always just say Die Hard 3. It's easier. Yes. But Die Hard 3 is almost if not close, damn close to being as good as the first one, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you. I know there's a lot of people that don't like it, but I don't understand those people. Right. Because I I think that movie is a lot of fun. Even if the ending feels tacked on. I I think if I could go and pick
2: one horrifically done sequel out of any, that's probably the biggest drop-off, and I'd say give it to just about anybody, would be Predator 2. (laughs) Talking (laughs) about John McTiernan. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that to me is the most well, egregious. Predator drop-off.
0: Predator is pretty much like your number one action movie. Yes, like most perfectly constructed. That or Die Hard. I mean they're both yeah. John
2: McTiernan, so I mean that that is like how I would like action movies to play out.
0: Yeah, and pretty much you know Stephen Norrington is the guy who directed Predator Two, and all he had done was one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies before that. Yeah, yeah, and and Predator Two. I mean I I won't apologize for liking Predator Two. Cause there, there is some fun stuff in there, but yeah, I can admit that it's, it's, it's very much a, well, what new weapon can we give the Predator? Yeah. It's like, that was kind of the script process was. Didn't he have some sort of disc what, or something? Yeah. He had the disc. He had like a spear, he okay. had a net. He had something, he had a bunch of different, you right. know, but, but that's what it was like. It felt like the plot was so yeah, like, secondary to. Like Schumacher to sequels, the, you know, yeah, like To letting oh, the, you know, like, oh, how stuff. much crazier
2: can we make this? And mm-hmm. you know, instead of like, Hey, maybe we
0: should advance the story. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I I really like Danny Glover in that movie, and okay, and I like where the ending was going, which of course spawned all the stupid bullshit later on. But right, but hey, but yeah, th- there's one like, and that just makes me think of Alien versus Predator. Yeah, the first one where Paul W S Anderson was just the most generic choice they could have <laughs> taken, and just oh, you mean Mr Mila Yeah,
1: that was um. It was PG thirteen too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That was one. You know, that was another one of those yeah. cases where it was like the studio was just like here. But I, I don't know. I, that that was one where both on the script level and the directorial level, it was such, such a just generic, completely. We hired this guy because he will make it under budget and get it back, get it back to us on time. Right. And no soul. Yeah, and and I mean there were, you know, there were talks that really Scott would do it. You know, there's some other people, but I don't know. I mean, if you had had somebody with any sort of talent for action direction, that could have been so much a fun movie. Because, I mean, the premise is one of those yeah. that, like, I know people are like, oh, it's just Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, you know, that sort of thing. But to me, it's not. It's one of those where they, you have these really, two really good fictions right? that they've created, two universes that work together because... They can be. They can all be tied together. Yeah, easily. Pretty easily, and they kind of have a little bit of that. But I don't know. It's just like the original comics. Oh yeah, the way they were. The way they're structured is just incredible, and it's just they threw all of that out to spend way too much time on people yeah. and not the freaking aliens and the predators. Yeah, I don't understand why they don't let more people who have
2: a, a pre-existing love for the fiction do things. I mean. Like who would have thought John Favreau was the right guy to direct Iron Man? But he like mm-hmm. apparently begged and begged and said, "Look, I I know Iron Man. I'm not going to fuck this up." You know, you know, he showed that he was a competent enough director to make safe movies.
1: You mm-hmm.
0: know,
2: he, he you know he established that, so he had that going for him. But you know, Elf and Zathura. I mean, these are not like, oh yeah, obviously he's the choice for Iron Man. But you know, that's what I'm saying. I mean, we have to have these people that come in and have an existing respect and understanding of the fiction, I think, to do this stuff. I'm sure there had to be people just lined up around the door, probably
1: wanting to do
0: aliens versus predator. I mean,
1: they should have that. let Tim Burton do aliens versus predator.
0: <laughs> well, I know uh, Robert Rodriguez had been working on a freaking predator movie. Right. W- long before that. And they basically what is he executive producing the new one? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what I would have loved to have seen is a, you know, early two thousands predator oh, yeah. movie by by robert rodriguez oh hell yeah you know that was just straight up crazy action yeah. would have been fantastic i think yeah i mean if, and i'm bummed that it never happened yeah if you would if you'd after
2: i'd seen desperado if you'd said this guy wants to make a predator movie i'd be like give him 200 million dollars right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know just do it
1: movies didn't cost 200 million dollars well, back yeah,
2: then
0: i don't care i don't care give him 100 million yeah it, whatever but yeah. I mean, He's the guy who probably would have made it look awesome for $10 million, Exactly. You know? <laughs> for 20 bucks. Yeah,
1: for $20. $20 and three packets of blood. Yeah.
0: And it would have had a hell of a commentary track <laughs> on the DVD. I've never actually listened to one of his. Are they fun? It, his are fun. His are like going to film school, okay. a lot of it. It's just like all the stuff about, you know, like, like the one for El Mari- Mariachi is mm-hmm. um, basically how he shot it for $8,000. Yeah, with one gun. Yeah, there's only one gun and Mm -hmm. it's just amazing how he shows, okay, let's just watch these cuts and notice that nobody's ever holding the gun at the same time. (laughs) You know, it's stuff that you never would have noticed because it's edited so well. You know, just like aliens, there were only like six alien suits total that they built. But you watching the movie, you're like, God, this place is swarming with those freaking things. So. Yeah. Yeah, but a a Predator movie by him would have been, ridiculous indeed and now we sort of kind of get it maybe <laughs> mm-hmm. something along those lines yeah another big misstep i can think of um was i forget what his name is but the guy who made simon birch oh which is kill him in the face yeah which is an adaptation of A prayer for omen Meany, which is just oh, yeah. an amazing book oh yeah you, and, that, and that's like that. well and you think and you know i'm i have issues with forrest gump But I think Zemeckis is incredibly talented, and I think something like that in Zemeckis' hands would have been you know, like a best picture, basically. You know, it would have been a best picture winner. I it's one of those things where I just I don't have a doubt about it.
1: The story's too good for it to not have the story's too good for it to have been as lackluster of a movie as it is. Yeah,
0: and yet they destroyed it. Yeah, I, I
1: they kind of like the that's story how mad I think I am is that I it. forgot
0: who it was. And yeah, yeah, and they made it into fart jokes and bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it was like come on. God,
1: it was a really like serious, intense book with some lighthearted, you know, mm-hmm. some lighthearted anecdotes interspersed every 150 or so pages. Yeah. And then, you know, the rest of the time you're crying your fucking eyes out and yeah. the movie was just crap. I mean, yeah. I, I don't even... Yeah, there's no other way to describe it, really.
0: But, but uh, you know, Zemeckis... i so hard to forget it. Zemeckis has a good way of you know, taking you through this character's journey, you know, which DeForest Gump, again, is the prime example where it's like, you follow this guy through basically all his life. Which, Prayer for Owen Meany, is a very similar thing, where mm-hmm. you're basically following you know, this character and his best friend throughout their lives. And to me, that just needed somebody who understands how to make a movie feel big you know for lack of a better word to make it feel epic where it's just you know it's like you've experienced this whole person's life over the course of you the two hours you've been sitting here and right the guy who made simon birch is just like hey i used to make commercials or something so yep,
2: that is the man who bought it brought his ghostwriter and daredevil and and electra mark stephen Johnson. johnson
0: yeah wow he brought Electra. I thought it was. I thought Electra was by the guy who made X Files movie. I thought he did that one too. I could be wrong. I don't actually no. look these things up. But. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm going off the top of my head. And if I could just think of comic book movies. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, mentioned Matrix earlier, but um, Constantine, aka Hellraiser, right, should have had someone like Hugh Laurie in the main role. Okay, just because I mean the characters oh, wow. are
1: a cranky British. Yeah. Wow. I just blew your mind, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm just yeah. going to pretend that that was Hugh Laurie throughout that entire... Yeah.
0: You can't do it, though, now. like,
1: No, no, it's working. Okay. That movie's so much better.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, just think about that. Man. Like, why Keanu? Why? I, I couldn't say. <sighs> Man. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, I do. Thank you. Hollywood, give me a job. I, I can figure these things out for you. And at the time he could have gotten them probably pretty cheap. Oh, I think that was pre house, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: Exquisitely cheap. Yeah. Damn.
0: Yeah, and another casting choice that was rumored but never happened, but would have blown everyone's mind also is Daredevil. Um Guy Pierce. Yeah. He was originally that, gonna be Daredevil. Well, that would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> See it's just like simple casting things that and you know these guys can do it. I mean, you know he can do action. Right. Sure. And having him instead of Ben Affleck would have... Oh, God. That would have been pretty amazing. Yeah. I, I Like I said, I, it's hard
2: for me. I mean, I like the stupid Daredevil movie. I'm not going to say it's a good movie, but I...
0: I don't mind it. Yeah. I think I think My, Colin, it, what's his name? Was that, Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell. I wanted to say Colin Firth, and I knew that was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Colin Farrell is a bit much. Like, I... He, yeah. he He's the point where the wheels really come off of that thing, I think.
2: Yeah. I, to me, the only extreme misstep that they've made in the Marvel movies is Ghost Rider. I mean, to me, that's, that's yeah, the I one... Yeah, I didn't even bother with that one. That's, that's the one that's just... I I have, like, pretty much nothing redeeming to say about it. Electra I didn't like by any stretch of the imagination, but I also have... Was, I, have I have zero faith in that character, too. You yeah. Know, she, she's just a, such a throwaway that character.
0: That movie was just completely unmemorable. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, It just, it just, it just happened. You know? yeah.
2: It was like, uh, okay, I guess that means something if I'd actually known anything about this character.
0: Yeah, and it has Terrence Stamp in it, and I yeah. don't care. How does that happen? <laughs> I don't know. You mean Wait, Terrence what, Howard?
2: Does it, does it actually have Terrence Stamp in it?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's Stick or whatever
2: the guy's name is. Oh, okay. Is. Well, I didn't know if it was Malcolm McDowell or Terrence no, Howard it's ter- or it's Terrence <laughs> someone actually Terrence Stamp. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, what I was just confirming. Honest <laughs> to God, Terrence Stamp. Okay, I mean, I couldn't The remember. real Terrence yeah. Stamp.
0: Okay. Yeah, speaking of Terrence Stamp, Mm-hmm. God, I'm like all about the comic book movies tonight. Okay. But um Superman 2. Donner never finished it. They took him off. Yeah. He had a party to go to. Um But I think I think you've disagreed with me about this in the past. I think we've talked I've about it. I've seen the Donner before. cut and I've seen the original
2: one. Um I don't know. I, I I didn't like the Donner cut really at all.
1: Did you like the original?
2: I do like the original. Mm-hmm. I like Superman two a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, ice so, cream cone in the face yeah well I we, we have discussed this my only problem is the cellophane S and you know and, yeah. the, and the forgetful kiss I mean these like powers that come out of nowhere that mean nothing mm-hmm. you know deus ex machina powers and you know I just other than that I think I think it's awesome I mean it's the only time we saw Villains that could match Superman, you know, other than yeah, it's there Superman are none. Four, which you know, <laughs> there are none. They had no money for. No, there are. Those are that. That no, was No
1: never Superman's best anything ever.
2: No, it's they're from the comic book. No way, zod's Army. Yeah, doesn't matter. Even on Smallville.
0: No. Okay. Superman's best ever <laughs> at anything. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I I'm don't. just, I'm
1: just he's having just, something to argue saying. with about comic books.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: No, I mean that's that's the, no. that, to me that's the only way you 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 can either do Superman where he has an equally matched villain, or you do what we said where you do you Make humanize him you well no you humanize him in some way and give him a give him something that he can't fight with his powers, you know a
0: love some like, sort of drama. go all star Superman and give him a terminal disease. Okay, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it actually works. Does it? Yeah. Okay, all star Superman is really good. All right. But- it's over now, so it doesn't matter. Fine. But yeah, that's I I
2: like Superman too. I don't I don't know if the Donner version. Maybe if he'd done the whole thing. I have no idea what point he stopped.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I would have liked to have seen uh I know you're probably gonna hate me for this, but I would have liked to see I would have liked to see Tim Burton's original Batman and then change directors there and not see Batman Returns. <laughs> I would have liked to see it. Like I would have liked to seen other people do Tim Burton's world, like keep, mm-hmm. keep the look. But I, like I said, I I just feel Tim Burton got t- too far up his own ass with that one. Like it was too Tim Burton.
0: You're not, and like so that's, yeah, I said, yeah, I can see to your me, argument. To me, that's, a, that's a problem like, I, I like, cause I he, think he tones it down enough in the first one.
2: Yeah. I'm mean, that's, the, that's the thing. It's like, I like the world that he created, but then it's like, he was like, I'm king of the world and I'm going to go crazy. Tim Burton. Because I don't think he should be allowed to do sequels to his own movies. I think he just goes too far.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah,
2: I like I like I liked the world he created, but I, I would have liked to have seen someone other than Joel Schumacher take it on. And, yeah, and they he and just they, turned it into a neon. Yeah, nightmare. well, he they pretty much dumped the the Tim Burton world for right. Batman Forever. It didn't look like that at all. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
2: I just would have liked to have seen that change hands
0: faster.
1: I don't want to agree with you, but I'm not going to say you're wrong. Okay. You know I what? I would like... I would have
0: loved to have seen what's that in the early nineties. Because they, I still think Tim Burton was good back then. Oh, t- I, I don't dislike Tim Burton. That's... I I just think he's he's too Tim Burton now. But um, he's too happy. A Tim Burton Gremlins movie. Ah, that could be interesting. Yeah, that would perhaps have, Gremlins three. Yeah, three D. Like if there had been a third Gremlins movie, <laughs> you know, I mean the the second one flopped so horribly that yeah, never going to It was never going to happen, but. Tim Burton back then, I think, would have been a good fit for Gremlins, and I think that would have been probably, a very fun movie. I should probably have, like,
2: somebody in mind for my hypothetical Batman Returns. I'm trying to think of, like, someone who
0: could who could paint in that world and and make it work. I don't know. <sighs> I mean, I, I would think it would be someone like Alex Proyas, who did The Crow a couple of years oh, later. Oh, God, I would have loved to
2: have seen him doing a Batman movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean... And then what did he do? Dark city. Dark city what has yeah. he done since then? Um,
2: Dang. he did, um, knowing Nicolas cage, which I've oh not my seen. God, yeah, I know. Really? Yeah. Um, he did something else in between. I can't remember.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. See, that's the thing is, is like you want to find, it's like we, we think about deep dream projects and all that, but right. It's like, oh, you kind of want to catch the person at a certain time in their career. He did. I robot also. <laughs> <Duel Smith. laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I never saw that, but iRobot's Robot's not terrible
2: at all. Yeah, um, it's not great again, but of course, I, that, that was a bad casting choice in my th- in my opinion. But apparently, I, I see. That's the thing is like you, like you said about the, the Karate Kid. I, apparently, Will Smith just has incredible pull because I think he like really really wanted to be in that movie and just kind of made it happen somehow. Yeah, <laughs> maybe said I'll be a producer. or Must something.
0: Must be nice. Yeah, I need I need to pitch some ideas to Will Smith. Apparently, yeah. Well,
2: you have to find something he likes, and then he'll kind of screw it up yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. So, maybe don't do that. Hey, Will Smith, how would you like to play Jesse Custer in the Preacher adaptation?
1: Oh, I love yeah, that. I love Preacher. Yeah, that's great. Have we mentioned Wild Wild West? Because I tuned out for a lot of you guys. No, no. No. We, we did not mention that. Okay. That could have used somebody who wasn't... Uh, wasn't retarded? Retarded, pretty much. Yeah. Who was it? Was that? Maybe maybe Jean-Pierre Jeunet. I almost
2: I almost hate to admit, it, but what that wasn't Barry Sonnenfeld, was it? It was. It was.
0: I'm almost positive it was. Yep. Uh, he I went think. from Men in Black to that. Yeah. What the? F- yeah.
2: Well, I mean, Barry Sonnenfeld is far from perfect, but God, it's like he he can make something I think is is an absolutely brilliant movie, and then fuck, dude, really? I mean, I, I don't know. He's just he's he's an all over the place kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He's a glorified cameraman. He should just really stick to that. I mean, he was. I don't the, know. I I st- I still really like Men in Black. Uh, it's lost a lot of its luster to me. I, really? I can never, I can never fully fault Men in Black because I I absolutely love the ending shot, but mm-hmm. and what it what it signifies. Because I I was reading a book at a, at the time and was trying to explain that with infinite bigness, there's infinite smallness thing, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't make this person understand this. And it was like it was so weird because Men in Black came out, and I was like. There, that's <laughs> Watch it. Watch this. Yeah,
0: I was like, "That's it." There you go. Enjoy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, and thinking of Sonnenfeld. I mean, he did um, get shorty, right? And I believe he also did be cool.
2: Mm, well, he might have come back. I'm not it.
0: sure, but to me, it's like I know he did *Men in Black* too. Also, so that's yeah, oof.
2: yeah. <laughs> he's he's not perfect. That's 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 for damn sure.
0: Yeah, but I I think the thing is like any. Elmore. Le- oh no, it was F. Gary Gray. Did be cool, weird. What? Are we back to Friday guy. Yeah. Oh wow. Weird. It's all over the place. Yeah, but but to me, like Soderbergh's the only one who should be doing any Elmore Leonard adaptations. I loved Get Shorty actually.
2: Oh really? yeah, I really did. There was there was moments in in Be Cool I actually liked, but on the whole, eh, no.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I still just think he matches that aesthetic perfectly.
2: Yeah, I, well, I guess it's 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 two different. To me, it's like the two different kinds of Elmore Leonard books. I mean, to me, like they're like westerns and crime books, huh? <laughs> westerns no, no, no. no, no. I, and... just, I just mean the two different tones. I mean, like to me, like Out of Sight is is a much more serious book. Get Shorty is a lot more lighthearted. Oh yeah, and I'd agree with that. Yeah. But... So I mean, that that to me, that's why I I like both of those in equal parts because I think I think the directors matched up well with with doing it. But anyway.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Get Shorty to me always had that feel of trying too hard to be cool Mm. instead of just letting the characters be cool characters. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. It does have the Travolta factor so it can never be 100% perfect. (laughs) Yeah. It does have him, so it sucks. Right on. So yeah, so every movie with John Travolta needs to be recast with anybody else except for Greece. Same with, uh, same with Nicolas Cage.
2: Okay, except for Raising Arizona. <laughs> yeah, except for Raising Arizona. <laughs> they both get one pass each. Yep. Greece and Raising Arizona.
1: All right, I got a weird one, and it's it's gonna sound like a joke at first, but then think about it. Okay. Okay. Sister Act. Have <laughs> you ever seen Sister Act? Have you seen it? Some time long ago. Okay. Yes. Watch Sister Act. Okay. And then think about if it had been directed by Quentin Tarantino.
2: That does sound like a joke. I don't remember enough of the plot of the movie to. Got to watch Sister Act to refer mm-hmm. to that.
0: Why was she on the lamb?
1: Oh, I don't, why was I don't, she I hiding? I don't, the don't remember why she was a witness. Yeah, perhaps? I think she was a witness. A can witness can, to can a I, mob can I get, killing. I get a witness? Yeah.
0: Know, so fair. would he you think he would make a movie
1: without swearing no no I <laughs> want it to be as made by Quentin Tarantino okay I think it would be really interesting I think that's called Jumping Jack Flash <laughs> it's the same movie with lots of swearing <laughs> I think you might be right yeah
2: but sweet just sad, sorry that I know that much about Whoopi Goldberg movies but mm-hmm. the same plot it more or less is I think she witnesses something and then yes runs but away. she's not a nun in uh, Jumping Jack. well no Jack no Flash. she's not a nun no but she is a little black lady in a big silver phone
0: booth. <laughs> <laughs> originally
1: di- directed by Emil Ardolino, whoever that is. Yes.
0: All right. Take your word for it there. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've... You know what? I got one oh, more. Okay, one more. Hit it. Hit us. Okay. David Lynch. Spice World. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. So they could sing backwards? Yes.
2: Boy, <laughs> this is some right good pie. <laughs> <laughs> Tell yeah. me that wouldn't have blown minds. Yeah.
0: This is, this is damn good coffee here. I, all I got is Twin Peaks, sorry. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, instead he did Lost Highway instead of Spice World, so. Boo. Yay. The world is a better place for it. Yes, it is.
2: Lost Highway is awesome. Shun the nonbelievers.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I wasn't saying it was bad. I just. Oh, you just yeah. would rather. You just would rather have had him right. Switch directors
0: take, on those. Take on the Spice World.
2: He could have doubled up
0: the world Same of year. Spice.
2: Yeah. Just combine the two into one movie. Just replace Patricia Arquette with spice all the Spice highway. Girls, and then like, <laughs> and then like every time that he changed, like they changed like five times throughout the movie. Just every time it was a different Spice Girl. Like he turns around, like, "What are you looking at?" And. It's, all of a sudden, there's like, there's Posh Spice to stand there.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. I totally, yeah. I, as I, long I, as Robert Loggia beats a man to death oh, sure. cutting him off. And yeah, is yeah. Yeah.
1: Loggia. Okay. Loggia. Loggia. yeah, is that how you pronounce it? Loja. Loja. Robert loja is actually how it's
0: pronounced. Fucking Skeletor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I've learned one thing tonight. What? That Hugh how how Laurie should name? have been Constantine? No, no. Well, besides that.
0: Mm. Yeah. All right. Right. I think we've rambled quite a bit here. Yeah,
1: ramble on.
0: Actually, it probably won't be rambling a lot because you'll have edited the hell out of it. Sure, right? we will sound much smarter and more cohesive than we
1: are. And you'll never hear normally. about who should have directed Sister Act. Maybe no. Oh, you will. Good. You know how important that is to me.
0: Have Have your people call Quentin's people. I will. Do lunch. Right. That sort
1: of thing. While it, we're talking it's about a reboot
0: of the franchise, just while we're
2: talking about Barry Sonnenfeld, real fast. I don't. We're if not I, talking
1: about Barry. We Sonnenfeld. were.
2: But I'm going to mention that that uh, I I really like Big Trouble, and every time I watch it, I like it more.
0: Yeah, that I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. I just remember that it was supposed to come out like the week nine yeah, eleven happened, I, and yeah. there's some sort of bomb. There is there's a bomb and, on the plane
2: thing, but yeah. whatever. I'm just saying, every time I watch it, I like it more. It's based on a Dave Barry book, not a Elmore Leonard yeah, book. Same but difference.
0: Tim Allen, that's that's what Allen makes gets t- me. Tim Allen gets oh, more, well, yeah.
2: slightly more in two passes if you count voicing and Toy Stories. I've but, read um, that book. Yeah, he gets a, he gets a pass for that movie, and he gets a pass for Galaxy Quest, which is oh yeah, fucking amazing. Yeah,
1: of course, that movie gets better every goddamn time too. I've never seen Galaxy Quest. Oh, but
2: so you should see it. You'll watch it and you'll be like, oh, "That was cute," and then like you'll watch it again and like. That's really well written. And then you like watch it again and you're like, damn, that's a damn good movie. Like, hmm. Well, it just, and it's got a pretty amazing cast. Yeah, when it, think does. About it. it yeah. does.
0: When Sam Rockwell is like your throwaway character. Right. Yeah. Seriously. Awesome.
2: Yeah, Tony Shalhoub and even the Mac guys in it, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Long? Yeah. it's uh, Yeah, it's like the the cast just goes on and on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway. Well, so. I think, is that going to about wrap sure, it up? Sure,
2: do it. I sure hope so. Do some content. too.
1: <clears throat> what do you mean do some contacts? Is do that a new drug? You, yes. Oh. Put them in your eyes. Weird. <laughs> That's an odd way of doing drugs. Hey, man. No, tell people what how they f- can <laughs> get
2: in contact with us is what I mean. Don't do it oh, Sunday night,
1: man. Oh, That explains a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, there are several ways that you can get in contact with us. I'll start off with the website, which is bmfcast.com. You can see everything we do. You can comment on all of our posts. You can click on a fancy little link that will show you how to subscribe in iTunes, which is another thing that you should, you should do, is check us out on iTunes, where you can rate us and review us. We want five stars and good reviews if you like us. But, you know, subscribing is important, too. You can also check us out on the Facebook at facebook.com slash bmfcast. And you can like us quotes, and uh, we also post all of our stuff that we do, and we even have the links to trailers on there, as long as we keep them updated. Then some days, some days, if you yeah some days if you're if you know if you live your life in 140 characters at le- or less, you can check us out on the Twitter at BMFcast, and we'll post up usually day of or before we'll post up what we're doing, and that way you can kind of play the home game and follow along before the uh, before the cast comes out so you can listen and see if you're right about what we thought you can also send us an email to bmf at bmfcast.com if you want to send us some you know show suggestions or topics or whatever really you can do that at any of the other ways but I just put it in there because that's where I have it written in my script but the single most important way that you could ever conceive of getting in contact with us is the one the only the Banffcast Garfield phone hotline. Call us at 910 5 Jocks BMF and talk to us. And we will honest to God feature you on the podcast if you're not a screaming shithead.
0: You Even know if that you just are a,
1: invited all the screaming shitheads to be ah! screaming shitheads. Even if you are a screaming shithead. We're just
0: praying Anthony William mcdonald calls in and are. gives
1: us a fake American accent. Yes. We're actually kind of hoping that the screaming shitheads call in too, because those are yeah, funny from time to time. But that's nine one zero five 5 bmf or nine one zero five five six nine two six three. Call us. I mean, you got a cell phone. You don't pay for long distance anyway. If you're across the pond, maybe you can, I don't know, Skype it or maybe you can buy one of them cheapo phone cards or I don't know how things go over in your world since, <laughs> you know, since that's foreign. Right. And I don't really pay attention unless it's American. Uh-huh. But yeah. get in contact with us, because we want to hear from you. We want to hear how wrong we are, or right we are, or how wonderful we are. Sure. Or shitty we are.
2: Yeah, if you if you want to send us an audio clip or something, we will find a way. Just let us yeah. know. Talk to there us. Are, there are yes. ways.
1: Talk to us. There are ways of making you talk. Mm-hmm. That's all we're asking. That's all we're asking for. All right. Keep in contact, because we miss you.
2: And also, evangelize. Tell your friends. If you like the Bamfcast. Maybe you know some people who also would. Maybe they don't even know what the fuck a podcast is. Well, Teach
1: them about podcasting. Teach
2: them how to download the fabulous Zoom software and or iTunes or any of the other many podcatcher things that are out there and get them hooked up. Or just teach them how to download it
1: to their computer. Do
2: what I do. Every time I go to a computer that has iTunes, I just click the subscribe button for them. Because I figure, hey. (laughs) They need to know. They need to know.
0: Awesome. Yeah.
2: I didn't realize you were doing that. I'm like a ninja. That's, I guess that's <laughs> how sus- I ended a, up subscribing. I'm a subscription ninja. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. So let's let's get the hell out of here. Sounds oh good. These, these poor people to go on with their lives to do better things than listen to us.
0: There are no better things. Oh. You will not convince me otherwise. Okay. Anyway. Right. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the beach. That's BAMFcast out. See ya. Farewell
1: My legs sir